as I was praying uh, just a couple of minutes ago, while I was praying, the Spirit of the Lord said, uh, speak to my people on prayer. The power of prayer. What is prayer? It's a very simple question. And many times uh, when we hear this, there's a simple answer that uh, we hear or we might have heard, which is talking to God. Prayer is talking to God. When we think about prayer, the prayer is a talking to God, which God? Prayer is a talking to God. That means who is God? Prayer is talking to God. Uh, what can this God do? Uh, prayer is talking to God. Why should we talk to God? Prayer is talking to God. Okay. So what? These questions need to be answered when we think about prayer. So as we think about prayer today, may we let the Spirit of God speak to our hearts on a deeper level. Most of you here are praying, if not all of you are praying um, to God, and you know prayer, what prayer is to an extent, but you really want to go deeper into what prayer is. And as we look at uh, the prayer of Jehoshaphat, which the Spirit of the Lord wants us to go into, we're going to take a few minutes to look at Jehoshaphat's prayer and also Jesus' prayer. Jehoshaphat's prayer and Jesus' prayer. So I'm just going to give you the scriptures right now. Just bear with me as I bring it up. Let's just go to Second Chronicles, chapter 20, Second Chronicles, chapter 20. And I will read from verse 1 onwards. Now, um, there is a couple of messages from this chapter that uh, God has spoken to us. I believe last year, the previous year, um, it'll be a blessing if you would go back and listen to it. But we'll see what God would have for us this evening. So we're going to read from verse 1 onwards, Second Chronicles chapter 20, from verse 1 onwards. Second Chronicles chapter 20, from verse 1 onwards. After this, the armies of the Moabites, Ammonites, and some of the Munites declared war on Jehoshaphat. Messengers came and told Jehoshaphat, a vast army from Edom is marching against you from beyond the Dead Sea. They're already at Hazazan Tamar. This was another name for En Gedi. Jehoshaphat was terrified by this news and begged the Lord for guidance. He also ordered everyone in Judah to begin fasting. So people from all the towns of Judah came to Jerusalem to seek the Lord's help. 
I want to stop right here as the Holy Spirit wants me to. We will go back to verse 1. Verse 1 simply says that there were lots of people with lots of ammunition, weapons, lots of people, armies of Moabites, Ammonites, and, and different groups of people who came against Jehoshaphat. They suddenly, with no warning, declared war on Jehoshaphat and his people. We must understand this. In this world, we will face trouble. We will face opposition. We will face things that can suddenly come up, things that we never expected to happen in our lives. We have to be real. Christian life is a real life. Walking with Jesus Christ is a real walk. And as we understand more about life in general, and more about the power of God and the power of prayer, then we're going to be very efficient with our time. We're going to be very efficient with the way we live. We're going to be very productive in our day-to-day life. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. Because we come to God doesn't mean that we're never going to face another challenge ever again. No. In this world, we will face challenges. As the Lord spoke to us on Sunday, it is those very challenges we face today will become something that will bless us and others through us. The weight that can crush people who don't have God will become a platform for elevation for people who have God, who have God as their strength. That's what the difference is. So now, Jehoshaphat being a child of God, Jehoshaphat being a king placed by God over his people, he is facing opposition. He is facing sudden opposition. Something that he didn't expect. Something that he was not looking forward to. It was not a little fight. It's not a small nation that is coming against him. He has a whole host of people. Though an army would rise against me, I will sing praise. Through his mighty power, I shall bring down my enemies. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. If God 
before us. Who can be against us? If God be for us, who can be against us? I will sing praise. I will sing praise. I will sing praise. I will sing praise. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. But the God of the righteous delivers him or her, his people, out of them all. People who don't have God will be crushed under the weight of the enemy. People who don't have God will be crushed under the weight of this world. Problems. But people who have God to be their refuge, people who have God to be their strength, people who have God to be their source of life, are the only people in the entire world who will take the very opposition that comes against them, will take the very thing, the sword of the enemy, goes into the hands of David to bring down the enemy. That's what God does for his people. As we read this chapter, I want you to understand the sovereign power of our God, the utter inability of man when it comes to bringing under his control or her control that which he or she has no power to control. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. Messengers came and told Jehoshaphat, Hey, you are in trouble. You are in big trouble. You have a huge army that is coming against you from beyond the Dead Sea. They're already here. They're very close. When this news came to Jehoshaphat, this news caused Jehoshaphat to be terrified. He was very terrified by what happened. Very terrified. The threat was real. The problem was real. The news was real. Whatever he was facing was very real. Not something to be ignored. It was very obvious that he has enemies all over, all around. But when that fear came, what did Jehoshaphat do? When fear came to Jehoshaphat, what did Jehoshaphat do? Now fear is an external force. We have to understand fear is an external force. With the sight, there is an emotion that comes with that. With the voice of the enemy, with the, with the appearance of the enemy, with Goliath's voice, with Goliath's appearance, there was this fear that was inflicted upon the people of Israel, upon all those who welcomed those fear, welcomed fear in their lives. That means fear will come knocking at the door of a man or a woman. Whoever says, 
I open the door for fear. Fear will become their master. Those who don't open the door for fear, you can't just simply sit there. See, if you are someone who's inside the house and you have uh, a gang of robbers banging on your door, what are you going to do? You, you can sit inside the house. You can hide yourself somewhere. But eventually, you know they're going to break into your house. You can sit inside and not open the door. It's a good thing. Someone who goes and opens the door, they can get killed right away. So it's, it's a smart thing to not open the door. But sitting there and not opening the door is not just enough. And you call the police. And the police arrive. They'll take care of the robbers, the murderers. It is important not to open the door to fear. But at the same time, you need to open the door to God. The force from heaven. The most powerful, sophisticated force from heaven. God is called the Lord of the heaven's armies. If the armies of this earth look terrifying to a human being, in comparison to the armies of heaven, that which looks terrifying loses its power when you call on the Lord of the heaven's armies. So Jehoshaphat was terrified by this news. What happened to Jehoshaphat? When the news came, along with the news came the spirit of fear. It came and knocked at Jehoshaphat's heart. It wanted to take over Jehoshaphat and paralyze Jehoshaphat and paralyze the entire nation and take the entire nation into captivity, into bondage. But Jehoshaphat did not open the door to fear. Instead, he called on the Lord of the heaven's armies. He did the smartest thing. He kept the door tight. He called on the Lord of the heaven's armies. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. Are you doing these two things? The psalmist says, what time I'm afraid I will trust in you. King David, he said this. What time I'm afraid I will trust in you. Doesn't mean that David didn't have faith and he was scared of everything. No. When the spirit of fear comes knocking at your door, when fear comes, and it tries to enter into you. How quick are you to call on the Lord of the heaven's armies? Are you making sure that you don't let fear into your heart? You don't let fear to overtake your emotions? How quick are you to keep fear away from your mind? How quick are you to keep the enemies out. 
before the enemy could overtake Jehoshaphat and his people, he's sending this news which carried fear. Before he can overtake, he wanted to paralyze so that he can overpower. But Jehoshaphat did not let that happen to himself or to his people. Know that. You are, you are the gateway to success for your family. Like Jehoshaphat, God has placed you in your home. Like Jehoshaphat, God has placed you over your family. Like Jehoshaphat, God has placed you over whatever God has given into your hands, your children, people around you. You are the gateway to success or failure at your home and wherever God has placed you. If you allow fear to dominate your life, Satan will take you down and he will take your people, all those who have been entrusted into your hands by God. Satan will take all of them down. God is speaking at this hour. Jehoshaphat, though, heard this terrifying news. He did not let that dominate his life. He immediately called on the Lord for his direction. Which means Jehoshaphat did not act out of fear, but he acted out of faith. Because it was out of faith, he went to God for guidance. People who act out of fear will be paralyzed by fear, like King Saul will be inside their tent. They say, oh, I can't do anything. I can't face the crowd. I can't go outside. Or already they'll say, we're lost. That's it. And they will surrender to the enemy. But Jehosh wouldn't do that. Even though fear came with that news to bring that bad news, Jehosh knew one thing. The Lord of the heaven's armies is our God. I can go and seek him. I can go and ask him for counsel. And he went to God. Not only did he go. He didn't tell the people of Israel. Well, I give you an option. Whoever would like to fast, you can fast. And, and uh, whoever wants to seek God. Because you know what? I don't want to impose anything on you. And I don't want to make you feel uncomfortable. No. He knew the urgency of the matter. He told all the people, we have a crisis. We are in the midst of a terrifying situation. This is the reality that we are facing. We need to seek God. How many of you are making use of the opportunity that God has given to you to seek God and to tell those who are around you to seek God before you can tell them to seek God? Doctors and lawyers, Google, Aunt Susie and Uncle Henry. All human help will fail. Some trust in horses. Some trust in chariots. But we will trust in the name of the Lord. When you trust in the name of the Lord, Whatever is against you will fall down right before you. 
and you will rise up and stand tall. Jehoshaphat faced a terrifying situation. But he went to the Lord and not only did he go to the Lord, he told the people at that time, it's time to seek the Lord. It's time to seek the Lord. It's time to seek the Lord. We need to seek God. Because he knew that God is the way out. God is the victor. Jehoshaphat had such faith. He knew even though the army, the armies that are against him, they are large in number. He knew one thing. My God is bigger than all of these things. And I can go to God and say, Lord, you help me. You help me. Because if you help me, I will overcome. You help me. I need your help. He ordered everyone in Judah to begin fasting. Never try to take a roundabout approach. When it comes to the enemy coming to devour you or your loved ones, don't try to take a roundabout approach to say, well, uh, I'll tell them about the doctors. I'll tell about tell them about the lawyers. I'll tell them about this. I'll tell them about that. And and after some time, I'll tell them about God. No. When you know the direct route to life, when you know that this can help your loved ones, you seek God. And God will show you how to bring everyone to God so that they can be helped. Because this is for the entire nation. This is for all of them. This is for Jehoshaphat's safety. This is for the people's safety. Everyone needed to seek God. If you know someone who is sick in your household, if you know someone who is struggling with something, if you know someone who is going through a failure, if you know someone who is going through an impossible situation, it is at that time you need to open your mouth and tell them. We need to seek God. We need to go to the house of God. Let's go. He knew how to order everyone in Judah to begin fasting. He used his God-given authority. Are you using your God-given authority? Wherever God has placed you as a father, as a mother, as a grandfather, as a grandmother? Whatever place God has placed you, God has given you a place. And God has given you something in your hand that you can use it for. Good. To bring life to someone. Are you using it? Now there are people who can help someone. But they'll say, what if I help them and they die? I will be blamed, so I'm not going to help them. Let someone else help them. Are you like such people? You don't even have confidence in your God. What if I call and they don't get healed? And what if I call? Who are you? Are you God? Don't you have faith in God? If you want God to show up in your life in a mighty way, You need to know who your God is. Jehoshaphat knew who his God was. Jehoshaphat knew who his God was. So he was able to go in that terrifying situation. That fear was not able to paralyze him. 
He was able to go to God. He was able to go to God and he was able to say, Lord, guide me. Please guide me. And then he told all of his people, this is the time to seek God. This is the time to seek God. He was not someone who became mute. He was not someone who said, well, I don't want to force this on anyone. I will seek God for them. No. When it's time to talk, it's time to talk. When we pray and do the talking, then what happens? God does the working. When you pray and do the talking, God will take what you talk and God will work. It is very important. The time to talk and there's a time to be quiet. The time to be quiet is the time to pray. Then there's a time to share testimonies. There's a time to impart life by speaking about the power of the living God. Yahashavit said this, we need to seek God. We need to seek God. He used that opportunity to impart faith into the hearts of the people. May God help each and everyone here to become people who will be able to impart faith into the hearts of your loved ones. When they face terrifying situations, when they face situations where there's no way out, God has kept you there. If you know your God, if you know your God, if you know your God, then you'll be able to tell them, He can bring us out of this. Let's pray. He can bring us out of this. Let's pray. What is keeping the mouths of many believers to shut tight, but to be closed? What is it? What is it? It's the lack of receiving guidance from God. Jehoshaphat did not let fear overtake him. He was a man of faith. He begged the Lord for guidance and he received the guidance from God. He ordered everyone in Judah to begin fasting. God led him to lead everyone to fast. So people from all the towns of Judah came to Jerusalem to seek the Lord's help. What is prayer? What is prayer? Prayer is having power with God. Having received power from God, people who pray will overcome the vast army that comes against God's people. A man or a woman who knows how to pray, who knows how to seek God for guidance, will be led by God and will not be led by fear. Faith will lead them. Faith in God will lead them. As a result of that, God gave mighty victory. We're not going to go into the rest of the chapter here. I encourage you to read the rest of this chapter and also listen to the previous messages from the same chapter. But today, God is speaking 
There's something very important here, which is the power of prayer. Prayer is very powerful, but it's only powerful when we don't let fear come in. And when we go to God, when we should. And there are a lot of people who don't go to God when they should and blame God when everything goes wrong. Go to him before everything goes wrong. Go to him when you hear a bad news. Go to him when you see the enemy coming around you. Go to him. Go to him. Get his guidance. Get his guidance. And God will lead you. So what do we pray for? We pray to God for God's guidance. We seek God for his guidance. What is prayer? Prayer is seeking God. Prayer is going to God and asking God for him to guide us, lead us. Prayer is receiving power from God to overcome the powers of darkness. Prayer is receiving the strength from God to raise others up so that they can pray. Prayer is beyond simply talking to God. Prayer is having power with God through God who empowers his people when they pray. Having heard this tonight, how many of you will take prayer very seriously? There are people who see the armies of Moabites, Ammonites, and all kinds of disaster happening, and people are coming against, and all kinds of things happening. They'll talk about the problems, 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 but they will not go to the Lord of the heavens' armies who can give them mighty victory. What good is it if we keep talking about it to man who has limited information, limited knowledge, limited strength? And there's no guarantee with man. But when it comes to God, there's a guarantee. Jesus said this, in this world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer or good courage. For I have overcome the world. I've already gotten the victory for you. So don't panic. When fear comes knocking at your door, go to God and ask him what you should do. He will direct your paths. He will tell you what you should do. He will show you which way you should go. He will show you. He will show you. Our God is a God who communicates. Our God is a God who empowers all those who come to him. When you go to God and say, Lord, I am in trouble. I have all these problems, financial problems, family problems, health problems, and whatever problems that's on the planet. 
for all these problems, Lord, I don't know what to do. Don't wait until you come to a place where you're stuck, having tried everything, wasting all the time and resources, and then finally say, God, I'm stuck. I don't know what to do. God can help you, but why go through that heartache? Why waste all the resources? We have the option to run to Jesus immediately. Jehoshaphat, that's what he did. He ran to God immediately. When the enemy came, when Satan moved all these things against him, they all came surrounding him saying that it's over, Jehoshaphat. No more king. No more kingdom. All your people are going to be our slaves. And you're going to be destroyed. When the threat came, hey, I'm not just one person. We're not just one kingdom. We have a host of armies that are coming with us. When that came, that threat came to Jehoshaphat. He went to the Lord of the heavens armies. Know this for sure. If you know the Lord of the heavens armies, you can never be defeated. He will lead you victoriously out of your financial crisis. He will lead you victoriously out of your family crisis. He will lead you victoriously out of your health crisis. Whatever it may be, whatever it may be, My God, he's seated on the throne, crushing all my thoughts, fighting for his own. Jehovah Nisi, my God, he's seated on the throne, he's fighting for his own, crushing all my thoughts. Jehovah Nisi, oh, he is going before us. God is going before us. He's going before me. Is he going before you? He should be going before you. He should be going before you. Whatever you may face, doesn't matter. Though an army would rise against me, I will sing praise. Hallelujah. For through his mighty power, I shall bring down my enemies. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. If God be for me, Who can be against me? So I will sing praise. Hallelujah. We need to have this confidence in God. We should have this confidence in God. All doesn't matter. If I have all kinds of things happening around me, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I will sing praise. I will sing praise. Doesn't matter. I will sing praise. Why? How can we sing praise? How? How? In the face of the enemy, Jehoshaphat just did that. How? Because he had power with God. He knew the Lord of the heavens armies. He went to the Lord of the heavens armies and he did exactly what he told him to do. He was not led by his emotions, but Satan wanted to use. But he said, oh, no, Satan, you can't touch my emotions. I'm not letting fear come near me. I'm not letting anxiety come near me. I'm not letting panic come near me. I'm not letting any foreign 
thing that is foreign to heaven come near me. Other than the fruit of the spirit, the works of the flesh has no part in the life of a believer. And Jehoshaphat had all the doors tight. When fear came, he went to the Lord of the heavens armies. And the Lord of the heavens armies came through. He said, Jehoshaphat, I'll take care of this. And his triumphant cry went before him. Hallelujah. God is speaking to your hearts today. No matter what you may say today, no matter what you may see today, no matter what you may see today, no matter what you may hear today, whether you're going to pass or fail depends on you. What are you going to look at? What are you going to give into? What are you going to fill yourself with? What are you going to allow yourself to take over? It's what is going to determine whether you're going to succeed or whether you're going to fail. Whether the promises of God are going to be fulfilled or it's not going to be fulfilled. Are we people who walk by sight or are we people who walk by faith? Do we have the Lord of the heavens armies by our side? Can we go to him any time of the day or night? What is prayer? Do we have power with God? Do we? Do we have the character like Jacob to wrestle through the night? All the way to the break of dawn? Can we run to God like a Jehoshaphat did? Not into some closet and cry. That's not what Jehoshaphat did. If he would have done that, he would have failed. His people would have fallen. Anytime Satan wants to pull something down, shut something down, he'll come to the person who can actually bring that victory and he'll say, I'm going to try to shut this person down. You are the gateway to success or failure for your family and for the people at your workplace, wherever God has placed you. In the lives of whomever God has placed you. You are the gateway. If you know Jesus Christ. You are the gateway to success or failure. If you give yourselves over to the spirit of fear. And whatever spirit that the enemy may bring. To intimidate you. To drive you down to the ground. Don't let the enemy pin you to the ground. Don't let the enemy pin you to the ground. If you know the Lord of the heavens armies. You'll rise above every tide, every storm. I shall rise above the storm, rise above the tide. I shall rise above the winds and the waves. How? The maker of heaven helps me. Hallelujah. The maker of heaven, the maker of heaven, the maker of heaven helps me. Hallelujah. So I will lift up mine eyes to the hills from whence comes my help. Oh, it comes from the Lord of the heavens armies, who is the maker of heaven and earth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No matter what you may face today, you have this knowledge that the Lord of the heavens armies is by your side. You shall not be shaken. 
You shall not be shaken. That's not going to dictate how you live. God's word should. God's word should. God's word should. And that's what Jehoshaphat ran for. He said, I'm going to go to God. I need to get his guidance. I need his presence. I need him. And he ran to God, the Lord of the heaven's armies. Oh, all the armies of the earth put together can be no match to the Lord of the heaven's armies. Do you have the Lord of the heaven's armies by your side? With him, you can not only tackle any problems, you can actually master defeat. God is speaking in this hour. You can master defeat. You can master your problems. You can have victory over your problems, not just somehow manage that you can actually overcome. God has called you to be more than a conqueror. He's called you to be an overcomer. Jehoshaphat knew that. No matter who came up against him, he didn't let fear dominate his life. He put fear in his place. As a man of faith, he went to God did exactly what the Spirit of God led him to do. God spoke to him through the vessel of God God had before him. The entire nation won because of the wise move of Jehoshaphat, who was the leader of that nation. Wherever God has placed you, remember always, you are the key, not just you have the key. You are the key to success or failure in your household, at your workplace. And how do you define success? How do you define success? Success is not whether you get a job or whether you get a promotion. Success is not whether you have property or you don't have property. Success is whether you have the blessing of God or not. If your promotion comes from God, there you have success. When you have a property from God, that's a blessing from God. God gave it to you. Whatever comes from God, you have it. That's defined success. Because now you have God leading, giving, providing. So success can be defined by one thing, which is whether you have God in your life as your leader. That means you have to be a good follower. Whatever happens in your life, don't give in to fear. If you give in to fear, then fear masters you. It's a very pathetic place to be in because fear brings torment. Who are the ones who will not give in to fear? The ones who have the Lord of the heavens armies by their side. Shall we close our eyes and look to the Lord? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord, for this evening hour where you gave us this time to be in your presence. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The Egyptians tried to break down the people of God. They couldn't. The Babylonians tried to break down the people of God. Well, they couldn't. The only ones who were broken down by the enemy were the ones who partnered with the enemy. The remnant always thrived in the midst of adversity. Those who kept their eyes on God, though few in number. They were tremendously blessed by God. Daniel in Babylon. Joseph in Egypt. Hallelujah. I pray that you instill this truth into the spirits of your people. That they may have power with God, who has the power over everything. That they may go to him, the maker of heaven and earth, the Lord of the heaven's armies, to receive help in time of need and to master fear. That the emotions there, minds, their behavior, their mannerisms, be all dominated by the leading of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Bless your people this night. May they understand the powerful place that you have placed them in to be the key, the gateway of God's blessings to their household, and to their generation, and to those around them. That they may never let the enemy use them in any way to cause failure in the lives of their loved ones or those around them. That they may become a tool, a key to success by bringing the Lord of the heaven's armies with them wherever they go. That they may become the gateway to blessing in the lives of those around them. Oh God, let your kingdom come. Let your will be done on earth in every family, in every home, the workplaces, the education, wherever they are, as it is in heaven. With this blessing, I bless your people with, and I thank you for doing this. Thank you for the mighty things you're going to do this Sunday, Lord. Though we have limited time, we know our God is going to accomplish big things within the time we have. So I pray that you'll prepare your people to receive that which you have for them. Let no one come casually. Let no one come without any preparation. May each one prepare their hearts, their minds, their bodies, their spirits 
and come, Father, with great joy, with great reverence and with great expectation to the presence of God. I thank you, Lord, for doing this. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. 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 Jesus.